Hey team, this is Grant David Collins and welcome to Basement Philanthropy, a place where people do not want to wait until they're rich or retired to create meaning, impact, and connection with their time, talents, or money, regardless of the amount. On this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you a talk I gave at a local ideas night about the skill set of giving. So let's get started. So when I first met Grant, I immediately knew that this was a guy who had like a huge vision. And whereas like most of the people in our demographic spend most of our free time like playing sports or hanging out or like playing video games, Grant spends like all of his free time doing philanthropy and giving and service to a level that's like almost unnatural, if not like incredibly inspiring. Grant is the host of the Basement Philanthropy Podcast which inspires ordinary people to use the resources that they have to give back. He also founded the organization Grassroots Giving, which is focused on bringing volunteers together to make a difference in our community. All the things that Grant does are focused on lowering the barrier to entry to giving and for ordinary people like you and me to use the things that we have to give back and make our community better. So now, welcome to the stage, the man who would give you the shirt off his back, but luckily is here fully clothed today, Grant Collins. <laughs> I can still remember the first time that I learned that giving was a skill. I was a junior in college, 22 years old. I was living with five of my best friends. And as we lived together, I, I started to realize that I had a very different life than two of my roommates, especially. You see, I was being supported by my family. I'd always been supported by them, but especially from a financial standpoint, I just really didn't have to worry. But my two roommates, uh, they were not so lucky. They came from pretty broken families. And uh, especially from a financial perspective, not only were they not being supported by their families, they were actually supporting their families. And so I, I thought that this was like a big injustice that, that I needed to come in and, and save the day, per se. And so I decided to approach them and say, hey, I'm gonna, I'd love to give you some money to support you. And it was a complete disaster. In fact, I almost lost both of those friendships while I was involved with that giving. And it was in that moment that I realized that, that my plan for my life to do good uh, was, was wrong. That the arithmetic of charity that I had put out there, which was simply to have success by going to school or maybe starting my own business, uh, getting on in a startup, making a ton of money, and then getting rich and retired and then giving, that it was a sham, that it actually wasn't going to work. And it was, it was in that moment that I, I started to realize that if I followed that path, what would happen is I would either have to outsource all of my giving to other people or I would essentially be like a child with a bunch of dynamite, throwing at all these people and potential causes that I cared about, hoping that it would do good, but it would likely end up like my friends did. And so that wasn't going to work for me. Uh, I wanted to be involved, and so I decided that I was going to start to develop this skill set for myself. So I did kind of what anybody would do when they're starting with a new skill. I started just to take little tiny steps into the water. Uh, 
And so I would write a gratitude note for what some of my friends, or uh, if someone was having a tough week, I would decide, hey, I'm going to go to their favorite restaurant and get them a gift card, and then I would hand it to them. And, and things were, were going well, and I, I realized that this skill was very similar to another skill that I was developing all at the same time, and that skill was the skill of investing. And we've all probably heard that it's important to invest when you're young so you can take advantage of what's called compound interest. If you don't know what compound interest is, it's when you put in a sum of money, that money starts to make a little bit of money. And then that money that you just made goes into that same principle. And so over time, you have what's called exponential return. But it takes a little bit. It takes a little bit of time and energy to get there. But I realized that giving was almost the exact same. That if I waited till I was 50 or 60 years old to start to give, that I wouldn't have hardly any return. But if I started as a 22-year-old, that maybe that giving could actually turn exponential. And so as I started to work through this, this new skill set that I wanted to develop, I started to gain a lot of hope. It was really exciting. It was really awesome. But then I ran into something that was really challenging. There are over 100 million refugees right now that have been displaced. One third of America's population are refugees. 7.2% of the world's population lives on less than $2.15 a day, and it's not just abroad. Here in Utah, one in 10 children are hungry. And so I, I started to have this, all this hope, and it was just dashed. And I started to, to question if I actually mattered. But then I had this experience that you all will relate to, but not maybe the exact experience, but it was an experience that you probably have had in the grocery store or maybe at the last time you had a haircut. And that experience was, I was at a place in my life a couple years ago that I had lost a lot of my confidence. There was a relationship that didn't work out like I thought it would. My job wasn't exactly what I wanted it to be. And so I was definitely not 100%. I was probably 20 to 30%. And it just so happened that I, I was going to get my glasses fixed. So I went downtown. I wear Warby Parker glasses. And I went down to their store. And as I'm sitting across this counter from this woman, she looks up to me and says, hey, have, have you ever tried circle frames before? And I looked at her and I said, no, I had rectangle glasses at the time. And she said, you know, you, you look really good with circle frames. And I was like, okay, like, great. Like, I guess I'm in an eye store. This is awesome. <laughs> so I, you know, got my rectangle glasses and, and went off. And a couple weeks later, after some interesting events that happened, my glasses were broken. So I had to go get some new glasses. So I walked into the store and I decided to put on these glasses, the ones I'm wearing right now. And I looked in the mirror and that confidence that I had been missing all of a sudden came back into my life. And it, it wasn't because of the glasses, like they look great. But at the same time, like it wasn't, it wasn't the glasses, it was that somebody had seen me as a human being. Somebody had taken some time out of their life to jump into mine for a second. And like I said, you've had this experience. And for some reason, we put it on other people. We're like, oh yeah, that, that works for that person, but not me. I can't have that impact on people. 
But in that moment, I realized, wait a second, that's not true at all. That if we're proactive with our giving and intentional, we can, we can change a lot of people's lives that are around us. I want to close with this story. It's a story of three people. In this community, there were three girls that said, hey, I think as a group of single 25 to 32 year olds, we're spending too much time just socializing at random parties and not enough time actually connecting. They were missing connection. Maybe some of you can relate to this. And so instead of just sitting around and talking about it, they decided to approach their local church group and say, hey, what if we did something different? What if we started to get involved with the community? And so these three girls got, got the approval of their church group to say, let's, let's do this different thing. And, and I got brought on board to help with that. And so we decided that we were going to get involved with the food, a food drive. Because if you remember last November, the economy was starting to tank. And what happens with food banks is that when the economy starts to tank, their donations drop because people don't have enough. But at the same time, the people that need the food goes up. And so there's big problems that happen with food banks in this way. And so we said, okay, let's, let's go out and let's do a food drive. But instead of just going to our community and saying, hey, give us food, we decided we were going to leverage the 120 people. Oops. Dang it, the punchline. No, oh, we're back here. Austin, can you, can you get me back to that? So while Austin's getting us back, we decided we were going to leverage the 120 people. And instead of just having them bring food, we decided, let's get the entire community involved. Let's use these people to get other people involved. So instead of just having them bring cans, we decided what we were going to do is we were going to leverage them to get the word out. And so that 120 people turned to, that's the punchline, 4,000 people because we put 4,000 bags on people's doorsteps. So if you remember, we started at three, then I got added, so four, then we had 120, now we're up to 4,000. We had no idea what was gonna happen. So we go out two days later, and all of a sudden, we, for three hours, are getting carloads of food. So much so that my entire basement, we're like, oh yeah, we can put it in my basement, it's gonna be fine. My entire basement was like this tall of food all throughout the whole basement. You could like go swimming in the cans. So when we brought it to the food bank, not only was it over 6,000 pounds of food, but it was the largest food donation they had received that entire year. And that happened because three people decided that they would wanting to get involved and make a difference in their community. If that's not exponential impact, I don't know what is. So if you're sitting out there thinking, you know what? I don't matter, Grant. I don't make enough money. I don't have enough time. I'm so busy. I don't actually matter. What I'll tell you is that just isn't true. And sometimes talk is cheap, everyone. Sometimes we just talk and talk and talk and talk. And what I would like to invite all of you to do is to stop talking for a little bit and come and join what we're doing as a community right here to make a difference. Next week, next Thursday, we're getting together and we're having a party with a purpose. Austin's wording on this, it's great. 
But what we're doing is we're partnering with a nonprofit here called Sleep in Heavenly Peace. What they do is they make beds for kids who do not have beds here in the state of Utah. So next Thursday, we're getting together and we're going to hear from that group and we're going to start a fundraiser because we want to raise $3,000 to help with this effort. And then a couple weeks later, we're actually going to go build the beds and deliver them. And so if you want to see your money in action, $20, $100, whatever you want to donate, come to this event. Oh, we'll go back. To close, I want to invite, if you felt anything during my talk, not because of me, but because of something maybe in your heart that says, you know what, he's right. Like that grocery person that said, you know what, your hair looks great today. Like they made a huge impact in my life. I could probably do something like that. I'd love if you text give, you don't have to include the quotes, to this number. We'll invite you next Thursday. And if you can't make it, it doesn't matter. We've got activities that happen all the time because after that food drive, we realized, wait a second, we can have a much bigger impact. So we've helped international aid organizations that help Syria and Afghanistan. We've helped local schools to be a little bit safer for the kids this next year. And we've kept helping the food bank over and over again. And so we do these types of things all the time. And so if you're feeling a little bit disconnected from the world, please come and join our community. We would just love to have you. You'll meet the best people in the world. When I started to get into giving, I didn't believe that it was going to make um, as big of an impact on me as it did in the world. But what I found in giving was that this joy and fulfillment and purpose that I have never felt with anything else, everything else promises it. We always get these promises that if we're just rich or famous or have the dream job or whatever it might be, we'll, we'll be happy. And I have found that that's not true. But if you get involved with giving, what I will tell you is that you will find that purpose that you've been looking for because that's often found in the people around us. And I know for certain that I can't do this by myself. I need your help. And I believe that one person can make a difference, but as a community, if we get involved together to make an impact in the world, I know that like Gandhi said, that we can be the change that we want to see in the world together, regardless of the resources, regardless of the amount that we can give. It's enough. Thank you.